0: The 77 Club The Wolves Podcast For the Gold and Black
3: Army Hello and welcome to episode 152
1: of The 77 Club Harry, start with the socials The Wolves 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram At 77 Club Podcast on Twitter YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, please subscribe Live on YouTube, of course, with Dan Bayliss Hello Wolves
3: fans And Jack Williams Hello there uh, Harry we will start with the Black Country Derby and on reflection I think we probably would have taken a point beforehand we wanted some changes they made some changes but people didn't seem happy post game how did you feel post game
1: Yeah I've uh, I-, I was pretty happy with the performance although it feels strange saying it cuz I did really want to win but I was happy with the starting lineup we called for it and we did say last week well I said I didn't think Nuno would do that I thought he'd be a really similar team to Burnley so in that aspect I was really happy I thought all the kids played really well Atosawi it was weird I was surprised he was out on the right for a start on the right of the three but Vitinha was a shout for man of the match and if we could defend a bit better and maybe put the ball in the net a bit more clinically if that's even a word we probably should have won that game in my opinion it was nice to see us attack too I'll just do a rundown of the team very quickly.
3: Patricia and Goal, Samedo, Cody, Seis, Ignori, Dendonka, Neves, Otisawi, Vitinha, Traore, Fabio, Silva. Now, Jack, you were probably the most surprised out of the group then because you would have put your house on there not being any changes.
2: I was I was absolutely shocked. It's just just not a very Nuno thing to do, is it? I know, um, I suppose, after you've lost 4-0 to Burnley, you have to make some changes, but he's also quite stubborn in that regard. So I thought he might just stick to it. So when the team came out, the first thing was I was just thinking, well, how does this all fit in? Uh, Because of the graphics flying around were we're way off. It was quite clear it had to be a back four of some sort. And then, I mean, then Otisari was playing on the right, like they say, and it's just not what I was expecting, really. Um, But that first half, we played really, really well. We took the game to them. We were much by far the better team. The kids chipped in. Um, You know, I thought Nevers had a really good first half, personally. I think a few people shouted him out. Um, And you know a bit of luck involved but we go in one up at half time and you're thinking, you know, this has been this has been really, really good. And then we're just unfortunate that they have probably about 15, 20 minutes at the start of the second half where we let them back into the game. And the reason for that is you're looking not at the kids, but you're looking at two, you know, blaming the senior players again and blaming the defence. Sace loses his man, doesn't he? You can say some aid, probably should have done more to stop the cross as well. But Saif loses his man, and they score the chance. They had a few before then as well, but it's just just annoying, really, because now all you're seeing over Twitter is, he, although we were much the better team, they're going down, we're staying up. It's the, <laughs> oh, you haven't beaten us since 1996, whenever it was.
3: I love it because they're obviously so scared of losing that record that they've made sure they're going to be in a different division and not playing us next year. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's really really honest to the cause isn't it well i mean you you've mentioned in there so i've got to go over to the wingback correspondent haven't i dan how did the wingbacks do
0: well there weren't any i actually i actually thought eight nori had a superb game yeah i read martin's comment as well evening martin <laughs> i agree with you but i'm not going to uh <laughs> i don't drop the c-bomb that often uh <laughs>
2: that's not true he does
0: <laughs> not in live broadcast
3: um, no that's true yeah compliance
0: i thought ignori had a very good game as did the other youngsters but i thought ignori was was very good um we mentioned before we went live i wanted a neil Warnock comment and it was the uh, do you remember oh if you don't pick up the spare man it's i take the fucking blame that one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right because uh, i've seen this a few times now this season with samedo he sits quite narrow which means that he's marking his man on the inside but it lets free balls come into the box now that is either nuno's fault for making us stay narrow or Semedo's fault for getting himself in too tight and letting a free ball come into the box. I'm happy for it to be either party. I'm not out to get Semedo. It's either party, one of them is wrong. <laughs> it's either Nuno how he set it up or Semedo for getting too narrow, but it's one or the other. Because the amount of times we've done it, the amount of free balls we let come into the box. I mean, say is completely at blame for losing his man. But if you let balls like that just get swinged into the box, You're asking for massive trouble You are asking for big Mm. shit So No matter what you think Of what Saiz did And yeah he did lose his man We're opening ourselves up
3: and we do it too How often. How did you buy that? That you, you'd no, have it, to stop the balls coming in? But I mean, I, I can remember watching it and I remember just saying, as soon as he hit the, hit the cross, I was like, what a ball. And then it is obviously bang. Yeah, we,
1: we should have done better trying to stop the cross. But for me, it's it's Sace completely. He, the, the lad who edited it in was completely on his own. Sace wouldn't even looking over his shoulder if he knew he was there. Mm-hmm. And it, it happens way too much. And just before that, the goal was coming, wasn't it? Cause just before that, I think Rui pulled off them amazing saves and neither the double saves or in and around the goal. But yeah, for me... Sace was shocking again he's been so bad in defence especially against Burnley he was as well not Cody so much I thought Cody was okay but we just looked shaky we always look shaky before the back don't we we know that's the area we've got to improve and I'm just annoyed that we didn't go on and get a second because when we come out for the second half just before they scored we actually had a chance didn't we where we ran through but Mike Dean become bloody oh Wow. With, his re- with his whistle and he was giving a foul every two minutes that one with Fabio like hardly touched twice, their left twice back he, he it, went yeah. over yeah. yeah and he's given the foul every time so I'm just annoyed we didn't kill him off but once we didn't get that second they just come on to us then and eventually got the goal didn't they which was annoying and the so the substitution
3: that actually did us over in the end was the referee being substituted oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it was yeah. all going yeah. fine until it happened it
0: just wasn't a foul was it like how can you go past your man and him fall over oh yeah cheers thanks we've been in Absolutely, I
2: agree. So, I don't. Yes. I, agree. I don't think that's even the worst one. The worst call was when Gibbs White tried to, to take that get that quick free kick. Free kick. We're He felt yeah. if he was. The foul was literally where he fell down. He gave the foul. Why can't he take that immediately? Just because it, it's a good advantage. He played a good pass. The only reason he called that back was because it was a good pass. In my opinion, that's a terrible bit of refereeing. So why? Why? When when you you're on the receiving end of a foul. And it's exactly, the ball's in it, exactly the place where the foul was committed. Can you not take it straight away? And we had a three three on one then. It was an absolutely great pass. Gibbs White, to be fair to him, when he came on, really, really good, I thought.
3: I think when you when you look at it on balance, it was what we were saying last week, really, wasn't it, that this is a real opportunity for the youngsters, and, and particularly two out of three low knees as well that, that did well I mean we haven't mentioned him that much yet Vitinha turns out Harry we've had like prime Rivaldo on the bench all this time and you've been calling it for weeks and I, I haven't seen it myself but yeah. you know on
1: reflection that game against Albion
3: he, he's got to be signed I think
1: oh well, well. I can't, it's mad to think he's only started a couple of games isn't it really when he puts on that show and he must not be showing it in training because he'd have been in there earlier and he was he just he ran the show at the times he's so positive yeah. on the ball so skillful that little the little flick he did through to Semedo yeah. which eventually set up Fabio Silva was just like, like that noise Sam made there it was orgasmic wasn't it it's one of them you watch it, was, it yeah. and that's Sorry, why you love football me, <laughs> that's why you love football for little things <laughs> like that and we mentioned and what what was really refreshing for me as well is the likes of Fabio him even Eight Aitnori they meant to be the youngsters but they showed so much fight and even Morgan Gibbs-White when he came on that slide tackle is what the Black Country Derby is all about I absolutely that, love that and yeah the youngsters man and they've got to start every game throughout the rest of this season now to show their worth and they've shown more than the likes of Pedence and Adama for me so keep them in there
2: Potent man. span yeah he was shocking when
3: he I want to bring in Bayliss there because last week Dan I think you are saying when uh, players were being praised by the rest of the group you said well come on it was only against Fulham and Sheffield United now, this is another team in the bottom three are you calling for a bit of perspective on this or did you see glimpses
0: no weirdly in this one so <clears throat> there's a difference in my mind between established top level players and the kids that you want to see be bright and come through so I'm happy to praise where praise is due secondly it's a derby so form goes out the window as well even though there are no fans there but there we go we're gonna have to go to the comments we section should... in a minute because we've had loads
3: we <laughs> should get a cliche klaxon uh, there but we'll bring in den donker because i think he he has frustrated a lot of people this season the comment section is is reflecting that and harry's putting those up now i'll just go through some of them he's been awful and i love den donker how poor is den donker been this season that's josh and martin i'm going to go to jack actually because i think you're probably one of his biggest fans over the last couple of years but is it time for him to move on or is it time for him to move to the bench and someone else come in it's it's another
2: recruitment question isn't it really i wouldn't say it's time for him to move on but i agree he has been ropey lately um when you think back to i think the record used to speak for itself and uh, even like to the start of this season and we were always picked up results better when Donker played yeah. Uh, I don't particularly like Dendonka at centre-back, but then he's not been doing much in midfield, has he really? So I, I don't know. Maybe he's stagnated a little bit. I still think there's something there. I and mean, he's definitely a player I'd want to keep around. And we haven't got the luxury of being able to move on players that just had a bad few games because our squad's not big enough. But we all know he's talented, but maybe he's just lost his head a little bit or maybe it's the, the circumstances. But but I agree, he's not been good enough. And uh, Dendonka and Sace, Dendonka, Sace, Podence probably lately, three players with massive question marks over them. And massive question marks as to whether they're actually good enough.
3: Harry Fabio Silva, uh, pretty goal of the season. Uh, great thing. <laughs> uh, I can't say, you know, sometimes it happens, doesn't it? And yeah, to be look- fair, he, he was absolutely chuffed.
1: Yeah, I think he deserved it. I think he played really well and what, just first and foremost he worked his absolute socks off didn't he? All game. First parts of the first half he didn't really do much he weren't too involved but once he got his goal he kept trying to get another he was involved in a lot of the attacks and fair play to him man because he's coming coming for Jose who's obviously been keeping him out of the team and He's literally claimed his place now. He's got to, like I say, he's got to be a starter for the rest of the season. And I was delighted for him. And he did go for the shot and it just so happened that the Albion player booted it off his leg, wasn't it? But delightful chip. It was like Cantona's chip for United, I thought.
3: <laughs> very, very similar. Definite, definite similarity, sir. Um, I mean, from one Wolves striker to another, we've got to mention him. It's his birthday today and uh, happy birthday, Raul. And Wolves released a video of 30 of his goals for his 30th. And I was just sat there going... I I knew how much we missed him, but I just didn't realise how much until I saw his movement and his aerial ability in those videos. It was just, it was was another orgasmic conversation we could have, Harry, I think. But, (laughs) you know, he has been missed, but do you think him and Silver next season, that sort of, well, depending on when next season starts, it's going to be a really interesting one, actually, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, the interesting thing for next season will be the formation, as we've spoke about, but... Would he be good up front with Silva? Maybe because there was spells when we were playing him with like Katrone at one point. Remember when he tried that and it didn't really work. So if he, well, him and Jota, when, them, when it was them two up front, when we played like the 5 three, 2 it kind of worked with two. But I still think Nuno will try and stick with a five next season once he gets the signing he wants. So maybe that's a bad thing because he ain't going to like as a defensive manager how weak we are with a back four. Even if we do get better defenders, so I think we'll see Raul up front on his own next year. If he's the same Raul, by the way, because we don't know, do we? Tom Rouse from the Old Golden Black says only absolute greats were born in May 1991. It's absolute
0: fact. And yeah, so
3: I mean, to Tom, I thought you were older. Is tough paper <laughs> round, I think. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's have a look at a man of the match, and we'll start with Bayless.
0: Well, it has to be Vatinea. I thought ignori was superb i thought in the first half neves was fantastic but didn't really perform too well in the second so Bettina absolutely brilliant
2: yeah you have to have to agree and also the comment on neves is yeah i thought he was really really good first half he was like winning balls in the middle of the park catching them in possession a lot and then you just think back to the second half when 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 morgan gibbs white wins that that tackle and we break and then all he's got to do is play quite a simple pass in and he just completely overhits it to Poland. So he basically nearly goes out for a <laughs> yeah. goal kick. Frustrated. Granted, it was raining a lot, but it was, we were let down by the senior players, I think. Uh, but, so that's why you've got to day. give it to a youngster. <laughs>
0: yeah, I
3: think it was yeah. a slight
0: understatement Mon- there. monsoon. <laughs> Michael Fish. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: I mean, it was, it was spitting, wasn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, some of the pictures are unbelievable. I, I, it I, I mad, thought it yeah. was going to get called off at one point because it was
1: just... Pedence had to put his armbands on on the bench so he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't drown. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh God! Well, um, let's turn our attention to, to the next game because with with the cliche claxon in full production mode now, you're only as good as your next result. So, where do you start now? The changes have been made against West Brom. Does he stick with them now, Harry? What's he do? It's, it's a little bit almost a selection headache, Terry.
1: I would like to see the same starting lineup. Four at the back again. Just we've mentioned it. We might as well play it now. The season's done. I think Brighton are pretty much. Already safe anyway on 37 points. So, yeah, same team. I think they, they earned the right to, to start again, those players, unless there's it's, any injuries. So, same again for me.
2: Is nuri injured? Because he went off, didn't he? Oh, good so, shout! Yeah, it might be. It might be. Have to have to look at that, really. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what you want to do now is, and I think this is probably the thinking behind the players starting the other, the other night, is if you're new now, it's a nothing season, play the players who need game time and who are going to be here next year. So you got to play like Fabio Silva because I think Jose will probably go back to Sociedad. Um And you got to, if you want to sign Virginia and you want to sign Aitnuri if he's fit, you've got to you might as well play them.
1: Kilman's a shout uh, from Josh. Look, I, I was, I, on, he did well man. when he come on, didn't he? Right. Yeah, he looked steady. Why can't he get a game? Throw him in as well. He's, he's
2: done, man. Like if you if he couldn't get a game in our defence in the last four or five weeks. There's no point being a centre-back mm. here. If if you've got two midfielders playing at centre-back and you're the only fit centre-back remaining and you can't get a game unless one of the, uh, the, one of the wing-backs goes off injured, then what's the point? Mm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Totally agree. Totally so. agree. What, what a stupid position to be in.
3: Because I, I thought he looked good, you know. I mean, he was lesser opposition in the Europa League last year, but he played his part,
0: certainly. Mm. <laughs> Marcel will be back.
1: Marcel, <laughs> Marcel, Marcel, I keep forgetting about Marcel, the Michelin yeah. man. He's just <laughs> made of... <laughs>
3: Made, made of wet twig- twiglets, isn't
1: he? <laughs> twiglets, yeah,
3: <laughs> absolutely unreal. I, that it seemed like the biggest steal of the year at the time, didn't it? Two million pounds, but it, it's worked out about five hundred grand a minute that he played. It's just incredible. He looked good as well. Oh, yeah, as I think he, he did. Good. Yeah, yeah he, when he, when he, he actually he's was the against Sheffield United, he one of our better yeah. players. So I thought he was solid left back. That's when we scored two in the first <laughs> half, though, Harry. That is uncharted yeah. territory. So I mean, we got one this time round. But what was it? Is it something like the the stat is ridiculous? It was it's seventy eight of Wolves 109 Premier League games Wolves have failed to score in the wow, first half. I mean, that is that's outstanding We kept our um, endeavor, we isn't kept it? the stat I mean, of
1: when we go a goal up we don't lose. At least we kept that intact against the Albion.
3: Not yeah not that yeah. was it was it played 9 and yeah, not lost
1: something like
3: that. 1-6 or something like that, not it? Yeah. So, you know, holding on to a lead is a is fine. Well, um, well but sure. actually taking one is a, a little bit more difficult. Um hoover it had uh, jackie mentioned youngsters that potentially need game time he-, he is a permanent signing does he get a look in but it- i suppose it- he- he's a little bit older than he was last <laughs> week but i guess the message hasn't changed
2: <laughs> i just i just remember the last game that he started was it against man city i can't remember when it when was it man started, united he just looked out of his depth oh no that was his last yeah, start he looked out yeah. of his depth <laughs> I can't remember what game it was, but I remember I thought he looked a little bit like a liability. So I don't think he's quite ready yet, to be honest. I know he's still young, but I'd be more inclined to play the others over him. But maybe he's someone you need to learn yeah. out, but I don't, I don't think know. he's there yet. It's
1: just come back to me now, Jack. So yeah, it was City, but the one game I actually thought he did do okay was Man United's right at the death. I remember he started that game. But yeah, like you say, too young still, but is he? Do we try him? Because we have signed him and now's the time to probably give him a go, but... And with Sacing Cody as well playing the way they do, why why not give him a give him a chance? I don't know.
2: That's just uh, that's probably a bit of a risk, though, isn't it? Well, it couldn't, couldn't exactly. Be that's why I'm just
1: like playing you know, the kids a... it,
2: uh... <laughs> It's
1: it's almost
3: experiment time, isn't it, Bayliss? I mean, from the Brighton game this Sunday, it's four games in two weeks, essentially finishing on that. Uh, Manchester United game so they are going to come thick and fast so you imagine that there is going to be some chopping and changing to do so is this about sort of season management almost when you've got to cram those last four games in it looks like the last one is potentially obviously going to have fans in from that ballot so you know it's a great opportunity
0: no totally I'd i be going with the kids the whole way the whole way play, play as many of them for as long as you can doesn't matter now what the results are the, the game that we wanted to get a result from has been and gone so let Vettinia run. Eight Nori. Get Hoover on the bench. Get him on if we can. What's the... You know... Vettinia looks to be out of it a bit now. Dendonka has just been... <sighs> terrible. Pedence. Pedence has been the worst out of the lot since he came back from being injured. I haven't seen him do yeah, anything yeah. good.
2: But that's probably because he's just come back from injury though, isn't it? So we're probably being harsh. But maybe he needs a rest amazing. The problem is now is because we've got such a small squad is we're having to rush players back before they're ready. If you look at Willy Bolly, the reason oh, he Brandon. obviously looked it. like a blind man against Burnley it must have been because he wasn't very well and still suffering from still the effects of not being well. But we're having to rush players back, but now the kids have proven that they can they can handle it. Mm. So for the rest of the season, I agree. It doesn't matter, does it? I, I think adama has
1: been frustrating as well against Albion.
2: I think you're right. Mm. And,
1: you know, it, it,
2: and that's oh.
3: exactly right. Exactly right. But what do you do? How do you solve a problem like Adama? I mean, Bailish, you said on the podcast before, haven't you? You the Dante Wilder of football because he'll be doing nothing for 90% of the game and then in 40 seconds can turn it on his head. But is that enough for him to stay in the side?
0: When we're winning and losing and drawing games by a goal, then you sort of want it. But he's frustrated me the last couple of weeks, to be honest. And I'm a massive fan of Treores; huge fan of his. He frustrated me against the Albion. If there was ever a game you wanted love that to, to do something... <laughs> Jesus.
3: And we'll just bring in the comment because I, I did exactly the same and Jack, you must have had your heart in your mouth. Uh, Hungry Like the Wolf says, how scared did Baylis get when Tomato came clear in the box for his shot? For a few milliseconds, you <laughs> must have feared his bet with Jack and his integrity as a Semedo <laughs> hater. And then the save. I mean, Dan, talk through yeah. your emotions on that one.
0: It was one hell of a save. You should have, you know. Yeah, it was. Too fair. Really good save. Um, I, the first thing I posted in the group was I was nearly on my way to the club shop. Um, <laughs> fair play to him I Great think he effort. should have scored still zero goals and I'm giving me money but uh, it's, <laughs> it, I, should, a good player would have rolled it in the bottom corner really does it back, does it back uh, up your true. point I was going to say no, no it doesn't back yeah. up my point he's a right back not a centre forward but should he have scored on balance probably was it a good save yes so
2: how? Well done. how I just think how the bloke is probably going to go a whole season without a goal you could do a montage yeah, of all the doesn't. chances he's had and he always hits some straight at the keeper. Always hits some straight at the keeper. And he's had some He's had some really good opportunities to score. And uh, I think he just needs to work on his finishing. Assist, because though, he could have mentioned. easily had five goals this right year, I think. Yeah. And that was a prime example of that.
0: The, the other thing I'll, give him as a, the thing I'll give him as a positive is that if you hit the ball at the keeper, that means you're hitting the target. Whereas you score none of the chances you get if you shoot off target. So there is a positive. You might get into it. I mean doherty took a few years before he started getting <laughs> nine
3: yeah like eight years
1: <laughs>
2: nine years
3: <laughs> it's true yeah, yeah yeah um have we we never beaten brighton new are we
1: good question you don't feel
2: like no, it we have draws in there they're a bogey yeah, team draws
3: let's do a score production a pr- production prediction. Let, well, yeah it's production uh let's do a score prediction harry
1: are we going to break the duck or is it going to be Sure. Uh, I think the obvious answer would be nil-nil but I'm not going to go for that I'm going to say we're going to turn it on play a bit of fancy football and win comfortably 2-0 Okay,
2: Harry's <laughs> uh Jack um, they usually 1-1 aren't they these games so 1-1 mm. Yep, 3-3 last time though big scoring game uh,
3: Bayless.
0: I'll go with a 2-1 Wolves we'll go behind and score two.
3: Excellent I'll go 2-1 Wolves as well which leads us nicely on to your latest
0: betting odds and ticket news uh, hello betting fans on youtube and the PodSphere. Uh uh i rushed this i do apologize i haven't got a lot not like you um you always draw... put so
3: much time into it normally <laughs> i, I do normally
0: uh, a one-all draw though is um six to one which seems quite a good
3: Ooh. bet i mean yeah. <laughs> jackie get <laughs> some
0: money back um
2: uh, uh no nah.
0: I quite like the double up that's uh, going about as well. Silver to score first, and either to be a one-all draw or Wolves to win one-nil, twenty to one. It's pretty smart. Too nice. shabby. Yeah. A two-one Wolves time. with Virginia first goal, 20, uh, 75 to one. That's pretty good. That's long. Yeah. And, yeah. and my and my favourite, Savedo to score first, one-all draw.
3: Three hundred to one. I mean, it's been dropping every week. Too fair. So, uh, what was it? One seven five last week. I think yeah. it'll be. I'm going to go one fifty.
0: It's two hundred and forty to one. I think it's actually a wow, bit of value there. Like yeah. he's, got, he's had a few chances, and one all seems the pretty sensible prediction.
3: He's saving his hat trick for Man United. <laughs> Dan, do you do know that? He's, he's, imagine <laughs> if you went. <laughs> that's the only yeah, one on the ground the, not cheering. I'd be on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, just sat
0: there.
2: <laughs> uh, Jack's got your ticket news. Have I? There isn't much to say, is there really? Yeah, there is. But, the uh, a little bit. There's a little bit. The the ballot's closed. That's it now. Yeah. You're done? Yeah, it was. Yeah. There's yeah. rumors flying around on the Twitter sphere that twelve thousand people entered. That's just could just be nonsense, I don't know. So depending on the capacity, whatever it is, um would be what would it be? Would it be eight thousand, did somebody say? We which? don't know yet. So I mean the the, the
3: restrictions are aside from it so it's almost like a separate pilot scheme really so as long as we go into the next stage of the lockdown easing on the 17th of May we'll obviously find out who's won the ballot essentially and then you'll have a window to actually buy the tickets as well so I mean people might I mean, not go I love, the way, I love the way.
2: I love the way we have to put a window to buy the tickets when we were <laughs> yeah. three games from a season ticket from a year and a half ago. Yeah. We've got to pay for the <laughs> tickets but okay um, so yeah we'll see how that goes but um, I'm I'm on the fence about it really because if I get a ticket I'll go but if I miss out it's not Mm. the end of the world would you go if it was just you? just me on my own? Mm. yeah I probably would to be honest yeah so yeah Yeah. you got it are not you really? some
1: live ticket news there (laughs) that I didn't know 12,000 on the waiting list apparently according to Hungry Wolf yeah Yeah. Yeah. don't give up your season ticket base to play cricket for God's sake (laughs) 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 (laughs)
3: <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> well yeah I think you know it, it doesn't surprise me really I mean you know it's a it's a city which has one Premier League team and you know th- there's not many here in the Premier League at the moment where there's only mm. one city involved is there so I think I think that does make a difference I mean it's not the biggest city in the world is it Wolverhampton but you know it's not like Birmingham and stuff we've got see two in there this season only one next season though uh, unfortunately shame um but let's move on to some other stuff. I mean, we've been mentioning transfers and the former Everton Norwich and Wigan athletic defender, Matt Jackson, has taken up an exciting and progressive new role at Wolves as the club's first strategic player marketing manager. No idea. Does anyone know what that means? No idea. I'll, I'll open to the floor. I mean, if you can help me out there, that would be like great. It's
0: like one of those job titles where someone's just been given a job and they've had to pick, like, just give him a role, just give him a title, give him something. <laughs> Yeah, we'll call it strategic marketing football, man. He
2: has to go like into Gareth, Gareth Southgate and pitch a picture <laughs> of Conor Cody and say he's for England. That's what marketing is—it's selling players, isn't it? So that's probably that's probably not far off. He's not
1: like the new Fellwell. He's not like that sort of role, no.
2: I I, I heard I think what it is 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 it's to do with players helping players who are leaving the club or going out on loan and making the transition smoother. Now, I immediately thought, reading between the lines, that this means there's going to be like a mass clear out in the summer and they're going to want to get rid of a few players, which could still be possible. But I don't know whether it's more actually about getting good loans for the development players and getting them decent spots and these sort of things. I don't know.
3: That's what It's funny you should say that because talking about players going out and making that as as smooth as possible and by by reading between the lines you would think that you want to be a little bit more proactive in getting rid of players so they have a little bit more time on their contract and they're worth potentially a little bit more money but i can't think of anybody under nuno that has moved on without um bringing in some sort of profit Mm. aside from the really Awful player, you know, your Bonatinis or your Mirandas and stuff, you know, a couple million pound players that you sort of probably don't mind seeing go by the wayside. But I don't know, Harry, what was your first thought? I, I was
1: confused. Of... I was like, we are now. I, was like, I don't know what it means, but I'm guessing he's just... Uh, Matt, that, I reckon it does mean there's a lot going out the door, even if it's just loans. So I think there's got to be. He's,
2: he's got to He's got to drive Morgan and Britney to Swansea. <laughs> that's, that's his first job.
1: <laughs> we're not slagging him off anymore. After that, after the way he came on against West Brom, no, no, he's, no, he's, he's not, not right, talking bad about his He ride. did a
2: great tackle. Yes. So.
1: <laughs> she was liking all the tweets as well. So we're a friend this week.
3: <laughs> oh, excellent! Well, that, well, that's some good news, isn't it? Um, Jack, you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that we need to make better use of the loan market and that is through, I guess, doing it as your day job because I think if anybody had offered us Jesse Lingard when he was made available by Manchester United, you said, no thanks. Obviously, West Ham have have reaped the benefits of that. So do you need someone on the inside almost? Do you think he's going to be sort of in charge of going, actually, we should look at these England players?
2: I don't think so because I'll be very surprised. I know we need to move forward and if we move forward, we're going to have to start... Taking established players rather than young players. But in terms of the loan market, we've got this very, this sort of policy of loan and try before you buy sort of thing. So we try and bring players in from overseas for a year on loan to see if they can cut it. And then if they can, then you take them in. So I think, I know we've spoken about this a few times, but you think looking at Aitnuri and Virginia, who are both on loan, after particularly recent performances, I'll be shocked if both of those aren't made permanent. I think they should be. Bayless, if
3: you had taken this role, um, would you think, oh my God, I'm in for a really, really busy first day? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it could be a clean operation. Hungry Like the Wolves made the point, currently 17 loan players
0: out on loan. Is it
3: that
2: many? Pretty yeah. hell.
0: It's got to be a bit of a rejig, hasn't it? Because it just hasn't been good enough on the pitch. So there's got to be a bit of a refresh. Mm. Oh, just go and sell it I mean we've
3: tried the transition though and we bolstered <laughs> up so if, if we're going back to what we know or...
0: you... he has got a bit unlucky you know I know we've all got frustrated but Jesus where to get that many injuries whilst trying to change the way you're playing in a s- grounds with no fans in it's
1: just a bit of you'd a would hope shit right? shit all around. you'd hope that but he does need to we do need to cut the wheat from the chaff. you'd hope that if they brought him in to get people out nicely you'd hope that means a lot of coming in wouldn't you <laughs> you'd hope there's going to be a lot of new faces then so. but we can dream we can dream.
3: Let's go through the... I mean, I'm literally on Wikipedia, just finished writing the article <laughs> myself. Um, players out on loan at the moment, Jordal, Catrone, remember? Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Uh Vinagre. It'd be sold. Campana. Bonatini, why is he still here? <laughs> uh, Oscar Burr. Sarkic, I'm on loan at Shrewsbury. Connor Ronan, I really rated him, um, but I think that was back when we were a bit shit. So <laughs> that's probably why I have uh, strong feelings towards him. Rafa Muir, that's probably a case for Rafa sold. in there. Some money there. would you say? Yeah, uh, he be sold to La Liga. Take the money. I, I think he'll be
2: sold for profit, yeah. won't
3: he? Yeah. Are we going to have another Con Calvis, though, where Bayless goes, look at this
1: guy at Sporting? And we go, <laughs> he was a Wolves <water>. last season. He's <laughs> for ripping it up. Yeah, I think Vinagre is sold as well. So we'll get a decent money for them, maybe. What do we sign Rafa Mir for? Like 1.5 million? I bet we get about 10 for him.
2: 1.5 million. get about 10 million. million for him.
1: Well, he's, he's banging yeah. him, isn't he? Yeah, we'll he's get money him for him.
2: him. So, all right you know, any mid table Spanish team will be like, oh, well, yeah, we'll give you probably more than that. I reckon we could get 15 million for It's a little bit difficult, isn't
3: it? Because, I mean, we are out of a pandemic potentially as well, which is by no means over. And it does seem to be playing with transfer fees a lot, a lot of the time. I mean, probably not as much as, as we like to because it's a bubble that I think everyone was expecting to burst, but I don't think it will. Um, but do do you think the market will be affected by it? Do you think it will be affected by the players we can bring in, Dan?
0: No, not really. The football world's void of it anyway. The people that own and run and finance football clubs, the ones that want to succeed, are, have got the money anyway, regardless. Mm. So I don't
1: know because we did come out and say we there was that well that Duncan Castles when he blew it out the water the other week. He did say that the Wolves, well, he thinks that we do need to sell to buy. So if it, that was the case, Bayless, we'd just be. We've never really just flew money at it though. We've always sold, haven't we? I think we've got to get in the financial fair play anyway. Yeah, we, so. have. we Yeah, but we sold like Jotter thirty million. For we sold on. we sold Jotter and that, though, didn't we? Paid thirty six million for a kid. We have thrown money at it. You can't say not our say. Our net spend last year, if you look at it, it weren't that much. When you look at the ins and outs, obviously Doherty went as well. So when we do spend big, we do we do sell yeah. big as well, just to make sure we've got the money to to buy them.
3: When we look at social media, and obviously all the players are on it, all the clubs are on it. Social media blackout over the weekend, and that <laughs> oh went well, God, didn't it? it ended um, so bad. so I, I think Dan Dan made the point, uh, and I think I, I was on a meeting about it the other day, and it was I was just sort of saying that essentially, with all the clubs not being present, everybody just started hacking at each mm-hmm. other, which was totally against the whole point of it. But, I mean, some of the stuff I was reading Staggering. on Wolf social media, I mean, Baylis, you, you obviously love to, to watch Wolf social media in turmoil. Uh, it, it is good value sometimes, but some of the stuff, it's just
0: ridiculous. It's my entertainment when I commute. It's just so good. A podcast on a wolf's Twitter is an excellent way to spend 25 minutes. Um, I mean, even I got some stick last week on social media. Uh, so, the, the bloke's like, I was turning off because of me. So, if he hasn't turned off, you're not non... I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> but um like people i think because there's a because there's a virtual wall between it people are instead of having a discussion over people's opinions it's very quick to just pull the trigger mm. and i think everyone's been guilty of it at a time as probably we have in twitter spats in the past but isn't it's not particularly pleasant to have a go at someone and you can disagree with someone's opinion and choose not to listen to it or choose to have a view against it and discuss it if we all sat here and discussed and got on and agreed on the same point. Firstly, it last ten minutes and it'd be fucking boring. Um, <laughs> and it just it just got really nasty. It's probably the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, it's bad.
2: <laughs> uh, Jack, bring you in there, Jack. I I agree. Some of them are next level. Next level on uh, there. Wasn't it yeah. uh, after the Albion game? And I think it was mainly because people were sort of in two camps. Mm. You had the camp of people who were well, they're nineteenth in the league. They're absolutely rubbish. We played this long to play them and we gonna get a 1-1 draw, and some people are happy with that, and we should have batted the pricks. <laughs> and the other lot, who were like, well... Peace and it's love. A, it's a much better <laughs> performance than last week. We played a lot of children. Uh, like, I'm new now. I'm happy with the performance. Not necessarily the result, but I'm happy with the performance. And then they just sort of locked horns and went for each other. So, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was It was. bad it, an interesting read it, in some parts it, it,
1: there was a two there was two in particular wasn't there it was obviously Matt from Talking Wolves and this old girl called She Wolf they went at it I think they sorted it out in the end you know they had a bit of it, went, it was a bit bad they went back and forth but then it was like a lot of like the football Twitter community who have like their football players as, a, as their a, 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 Avi is that what you call it what's it called your profile picture on Twitter Avatar <laughs> yeah they then obviously went in on her too much like real bad stuff and a lot of the accounts got shut down because of it and it's just so ironic that it was literally the last day of a social media blackout to stop online abuse and I've never seen so much online abuse in my life especially in the Walls Twitter community it was it was mad it was mad man like Yeah. yeah
3: So Bailey, she looks this- a bit confused there. But Avatar's not that blue thing that you have a wank over. It's uh, it's, it's it's a different <laughs> of his name. That's a, that's a topic. smirk.
0: Beat <laughs> <Yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me to it. Excellent.
3: Uh, oh dear. Yeah, but um, what can they do? I mean, they, they want they want to hold they they want social media companies to do more. Uh, do more, do more, do more. What can right. they
1: do? I, I, I believe in you need ID to join social media websites, but a lot of people do counter-argument that we a good thing. But it just lets cowards hide behind screens, doesn't it? And just write whatever they want and DM whatever they want. If they knew exactly who was sending the message, then it wouldn't happen because the cowards wouldn't want to be seen, would they? They'd still be brave, but they wouldn't spend the, the AI bad stuff. Must now be, the,
0: the AI must now be good enough to detect the threats and the the stuff that is genuinely racist or hurtful or you know telling someone they should die because they've got cancer is just beyond the level you should ever want to
1: write Mm. i mean yeah well i don't know why you'd never say it to her would you you. if they were stood with her in a room they'd never say it to her
3: no no i mean a lot of these people would probably never be in a room with a woman anyway (laughs) that's probably probably beyond the point but uh, (laughs) they wouldn't know what to do but
2: the thing is, it's just—I agree—it's just so easy to make a new account, isn't it? they shut an account down. you just make another one within seconds. Mm. So and it's impossible to police. You think the amount of Twitter or Facebook accounts that must be made every minute—it's going to be thousands and thousands, if not more—and th- yeah. how do you police that?
1: But I'm sure they could wipe all the unverified ones. If you, I think you should have to verify it oh, yeah. with some but form then, of ID and wipe thing all is, the ones. Oh,
2: right, you, right. You think that, and then suddenly you make you make Twitter and Facebook. You have to verify yourself, and the amount of users on there depreciates very quickly and then how do they sell advertising Yeah. Mm. that's the problem with it Hurt's so pocket. that's that's the catch 22 I just
0: think why don't people get in their minds like lifestyle has been hard enough for the last 12 months why do you have the right as a blue egg to go and call someone whatever you want and tell them to die or whatever it's just know. it oh, yeah, staggers it's me I just don't get it
1: like it's just, I, I don't get, think um, makes no sense. I was a, I, I mean I know a lot of some fan channels like I guess we're a fan account did the social media blackout as well? And honestly, I was just like, what is the point? I get the sentiment and that. It's a nice oh, okay. thing to do. It's nice to show your care. But for a, a local journalist with a 1,000 followers to do it and think he's having an impact, it just makes me laugh. Like, I don't know why they even bothered. It's just stupid.
2: Yeah. I was just thinking we only post about once a week. We? <laughs> yeah, no, blackout yeah. Six out of seven days.
1: Last Friday, I posted like a link to our podcast and I did it, and I didn't realise it was within the, the blackout, I'll be honest. And then I saw like people tweeting, I saw one tweet, I won't name who it was. It was someone from another podcast, and they were like, the, the the audacity and uh, people thinking they're, I don't know, something along those lines. I can't believe that people are still tweeting out who are meant to be like fan channels and that. And I was just thinking, oh, mate, God. you think you're way bigger than what you fucking Superiority are. Superiority conflicts, yeah, yeah. he said,
3: whilst using social media during the blackout.
1: Yeah, well, it was obviously his own profile, but he was referring to like fan channels as if we we're going to have an impact on it. Jesus yeah. Christ. I get, uh, get Wolves Street being involved with that. There's about 10 people
0: watching this and we might get, oh, it's just yeah, exactly. We've got, we got yeah. two and a half thousand Twitter followers. It's not changing the world. Exactly. Um, I just think we need to get to a position now. If you disagree with what we say, this is why we, we've come live. We have a we referendum. Want no, no, no. We want comments. Like we want comments. We want DMs. We're happy to have a conversation with you. Calling us knobs and telling us we're pricks and not real fans doesn't help anybody. You can do it. It's your choice. Come on, come and have I your I think day. you're a knob. Yeah, I know. I am. But Bailies, where are you?
1: Bailey, I must say, though, when someone does criticise you, you. You, do, you do flip out a lot. You, you have flipped out sometimes. It. You are. You're like, I'm going to fucking do. kill him. Yeah. Give me that Twitter account. We have to log you out of Twitter
2: before you kill him. <laughs> say, Dan, don't I'll, I'll kill no, him. <laughs> There's a few times we've had to say, no, Dan, yeah, don't post yeah, that. Yeah, we've
1: had to like, ban um, you from posting anything. I'm a change fan. Now I'm Hey, yeah, martin there we go martin he's in
3: but martin I'm says you're a knob.
0: i'm also sort of not gonna no like chat with you and get you a pint and we can discuss it yeah, i won't yeah. ever i won't ever tell you i want you to die
3: <laughs>
0: no, 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 that is true
3: i mean i wonder if jeff she's gonna be asked about it because you've got until next wednesday which is the 12th of may to get your fans in because he's doing a q a yeah so, i've said one that, i've said one what, what?
1: was that pressure that made him do that
3: what question would you ask? I'll start with Harry. What would you ask Jeff She?
1: I did send one and I, I saw at first that people were annoyed you had to send your supporters number to send one, which I found strange. I don't see the problem in that, but I did. I just put, um, I said, hi, Jeff. I think I put hi, Jeff. I said, uh, it looks like you care about us at the moment as fans. I just want to know you're still in it for the long haul, even though the negativity has been very hard lately. Cheers, Harry.
2: Cheers, Harry. Right. T- yeah. At least it wasn't uh, what's and- your favourite drink. <laughs> <don't know>
1: that. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: true, yeah. Um, uh, Jack, what would you ask Jeff Shee? Oh, I don't know.
2: Is it true that Harry Redknapp thought you were a ball boy? Yeah, <laughs> no, probably the same as everybody else would ask. Like, is there going to be investment in the summer to move us on to the next level, as promised? And is there any danger that either the pandemic or folks getting bored he's going to stagnate the progress we've made.
1: Mm, I'm sure that was a big question that was asked a lot, I bet you. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been one of the top ones.
2: Bayless, what would your rec- what, what you question be?
0: Why aren't Fredo's 10p anymore? No.
3: Well, that is outrageous, and I mean, uh, inflation's probably got something to do with it and raw materials.
0: might have something to do with the club itself. I'd want to ask him about the stadium and the redevelopment of Molineux and if he wants to truly make it a 21st century world-leading football ground and if so, when and how. But that's because I like mm. buildings. <laughs> 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 you like Lego, Yeah, it's just, it's just like big
3: Lego. It's fine. Just water Lego. Um, it's just water Lego. <laughs> um, <clears throat> just water Lego. Uh, excellent. Right. Well, um, I think we're going to leave it there because we we've exhausted everything to talk about. I mean, there was a couple of um, fixture confirmations that have been confirmed. Um, so the clash at Goodison Park against Everton that's Wednesday, the nineteenth of May, six pm. That'll be on Sky Sports. Four yeah. days later. And it's the Manchester United game kick-off at four o'clock on Sunday, the 23rd of May. Otherwise, we'll leave it there for this week. Thanks for watching. If you can watch on YouTube, it's great to have your company. But we also go, say goodbye to Harry Mansell.
1: Yeah, thank you, everybody. See you in a bit.
3: Jack Williams. Bye, everybody. And Dan Bayliss. Goodbye, Wolves fans. And it's goodbye for me. Goodbye.
2: Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk.
0: Social Podcast Network.
1: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.